take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. absolutely loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade yeah. game, mm-hmm. and well, and the cartoon, and the movies, and mm-hmm. I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle freak. I mean, it went, it went like Ghostbusters, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. And, and you had that, the toys well into your early teens. Oh, I mean. no, I did not. It was not well <laughs> into my early teens. It was partially into my early teens. And remember... Remember now, we posted a video season one because I yeah. was making stop, like the little like start stop, stop motion animation kind of stuff. stop motion animation type of stuff with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles attacking, you know, other being people attacked by stuff. the blob and, and then fighting each other. Yeah. That was really that was that was way ahead of the time. I mean, that was pretty solid for a 14 year old. Oh, well, thank you. You know, it was, it was all because... You didn't deny only, that either. Not, not like nine or ten. We're like, you know, pushing driving age, and he's still like making home movies with his action Yeah, you know figures. what? Now that we're saying I was ten. I mean, actually was not 14. Now that, now that you're saying that, I was... I was see. I'm going to fail you this episode because um, I'm just going to gloss over all of the crap that's coming my way, and then I'm going to mm. completely miss out that you said 14, <laughs> not 10. Um, but I so having loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so much, I played the arcade game whenever I could. Like yeah. I, I have been searching high and low. I've been searching for used sites, everything, trying to find. The, the arcade one-up of the mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game because I want that more than anything. I mean, I, I have Simpsons. I love the Simpsons game. Terminator 2 had to have. You yep. have NBA Jam, so I have yet to, to go down that path. But out of everything, the OG Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade, I don't even want the Turtles in Time, the one that one-up has right now. Right. I want the OG yeah. It was so much fun. It was like getting to play the cartoon. Yeah. I mean, it was like the cartoon came to life and you got to control the characters. This I got to be Donatello. Was was the was it was it was like set a new standard of co-op beat 'em ups. I mean, of course there was Double Dragon, 1987 Double Dragon was off the charts, off the hook, off the chain. It was getting ill. Oh, man, it, it was, was tubular. <laughs> <laughs> Double Dragon. And then Final Fight. Final Fight was 
one of my favorites. Uh, beat him up, just you know, two buttons, jump and attack. Yes. But then this comes along and sets a whole new standard for cooperative gameplay. This is the one that started with the four-player uh, beat-em-up stuff, which was amazing, which then led to The Simpsons, then led right. to the X-Men game, which were both phenomenal four-player games, but it all started with the Turtles and getting together with your buddies to beat up Mausers and foot soldiers. And just mash buttons, just mash buttons and, and hit hit people. And, 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 and that's the thing. And, and what I liked about this over... I mean, this was the first of its kind, but even just looking back and like Simpsons and everything like this, I love how each one of the different Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had their strengths. You know, when mm-hmm. you're playing the Simpsons, you know, Marge has got the vacuum and, you know, Bart's got the skateboard, and but everything's really close knit. But with the yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, Donatello had farther reach, but a little less yeah. strength. And then you had Leonardo and Raphael, you have and Michelangelo, you had all of these different weapons that all served different purposes and did different things. And I thought that was absolutely sick as hell, especially for it being the first of its kind. I, I loved how there was variety in the in the in the playable characters because in double dragon it was all the same i mean both of the guys were the same and uh well you know final fight did have hagar and cody and uh guy but and they they had different speeds and ranges and stuff but this one yeah donatello had the slower attack but way more range michelangelo and Raphael had faster attacks but shorter range and then leonardo was your guy who was like the perfect blend of balance range and yeah. speed but wasn't great at any of them so i i, I y- you would you would have people surrounding waiting to get in awesome awesome that there's four players so double the people of a normal game could play but even yep. then people would be waiting in line to to line up for this <laughs> game and people would wait for their favorite turtle people were would like I okay a spot's open but I'm not playing as Ralphie I'm playing I'm waiting for Michelangelo I'm waiting for Donatello I'm waiting for anybody but Ralphie but who who, who, is, who, is, who would you wait for I mean since you brought it up who yeah. would you wait in line to, to be so my my I don't remember what episode we talked about this on but we did have the conversation of our favorite turtles maybe it was our action figure episode with yeah. uh Colby. No, I think it was. But as far as playing the game, though, because yeah, yeah, no, exactly. So I was, yeah, I was gonna, I'm gonna parse that for you. My favorite turtle is Michelangelo, but my favorite from a gameplay standpoint, I like Donatello. He was the one, Donatello yeah. or Leonardo. Like, I loved the two swords. I loved the the balance that Leonardo brought. Uh, yeah, and as much yeah, as no, I liked Michelangelo, I didn't, I didn't think he was that great to play with. No, great. As a character, you're right. I mean, Michelangelo was so much fun. I mean, he was he was kind of the goofball and, you know, loved pizza. Very much. Like who doesn't I mean they all party pizza, dude. but he was the one. He was the party dude. That was yeah. That was very much I aspired to be the party dude. The party teenage mutant ninja <laughs> turtle, you know. Which is I think it's funny because you said Donatello was your favorite guy as a character when we did that episode at least. And I'm like, you're the see, least like Donatello. Like, I you're not the mistake. science guy. <laughs> no, see, I made a mistake. See, it wasn't until doing research for this episode, mm. talking. I said Donatello back then because I I was still in my head about playing him. 
Yeah. As a character in the game, he's the best. I love the long reach and yeah. you, know, you could flip guys over your he head would, and all this. Yes, and you could take the you staff and then flip them over. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So like that's why I think I said Donatello back then. Because mm-hmm. I can't you can separate the game. I can't. <laughs> the game almost has by now more nostalgia and more yeah. of a place in my heart than the cartoon or the comic books. I mean, this was one of the few comic books that I read. I wasn't wow. huge into comic books. I read Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books, um, Wolverine a little bit, X-Men a little bit. But but I got into some of this. And so it's but but by now as a as an old man, I remember the games more than anything. I don't remember the movies <laughs> as much, the cartoons as much. The, I remember the game because, because it was interactive. Interactive, exactly. You got to your brain was in the game and involved and actively involved. It was way, way, way less passive. And it was so good. I mean, the game, the arcade game was so good. I mean, people might remember, I'm sure many of our listeners will will remember the original Nintendo NES game, which had its moments, but it was nothing compared to this. I mean, it was was all funky (laughs) and side-scrolling, and then there's this, like, overworld thing where you're driving around, and it was really hard. And not just hard, but, like, you didn't know where to go. Like, no one knew where to go in that game. Like, you need a grappling hook at some point. Well, and especially when you... Especially when you played as Raphael... His, you know what I mean? No like, range. He, no no range. range at all. He would just like his hand. spin them. Yeah, it was yes. like, he, he would just <laughs> spin them and be like, and Donatello was great on that because he had so much reach and you needed that. You could like hit guys through walls with that. Yeah. So that game was a very big disappointment. I mean, it was exciting to have a turtle game at that age when finally there's a turtle game and exciting and even though it wasn't great gameplay like you played the crap out of any any nintendo game you got because they were so few and far between but then this game comes out and it's like the cartoon come to life i know that's like the third or fourth time i've said it in this episode but that's the best way to put it because it had all the bad guys it had the plot points it had all the characters it had splinter it had april it had shredder it had krang it was awesome yeah, I guess it's you. I know you've said it three times now, but I guess that's that goes to what I was saying and why I can't disassociate myself between the game and the comics and the and the TV show and the movies by now, because it did come to life. And as a kid, I mean, you know, we're we're nine years old, we're nine ten years old, and we're getting to literally be at the arcade a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and mm-hmm. fight people and mm-hmm. fight the clan. And all that kind of stuff. Like, how how cool is that? There's really nothing cooler, man. There was, there was nothing cooler until, like, a year or two later when T2, the arcade game, came out. And then and that, that was cooler. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam. But until then, this was it. This was it. And I remember playing it at Skateland. I remember playing it at the arcade. I remember the body odor of the young men sitting around in the circles, like <laughs> elbowing each other and muscling each other to try to get their turtle. And, and 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 maybe that's why I didn't play it in the arcade as much as you did, because I was a little guy. I mean, you're this big, burly basketball player. You were like center, forward. You were like posting people up. Backing yeah. me down. And I'm like little skinny, little like 57 pound, five foot kid. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't elbow my way past the 14 year olds at 
at the arcade to get. That's true, but you could run your mouth and take a punch. I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny about that is, literally, I was the second biggest guy in school, and I thought I was like poised to be able to dunk and just be yeah, be awesome, and then Mm -hmm. just. Never had coffee yet, but just stopped <laughs> growing in seventh grade. <laughs> Literally stopped by the time high school. So can you dribble a basketball? I'm like, no, nah, I'm a one bounce up guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, you can't play even in high school. I went from like being like one of the best to like swim team. You you swim team. I went from one of the best in junior high <laughs> to basketball. swim team in high school. <laughs> Previously on Chat of the Wild. Did anyone kid all the bugs for Agatha? No, no, I meant to. And I even had a bug that I like could have given back to her and I forgot. That bug is gone Don't forever. go in there if, if you do and then not give it to her. I know. She can smell it on you. She knows. I know you have bugs. I know you're holding out on me. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> Did anyone get um, all the pose? No. No, God, no. Chat of the Wild, breaking down Zelda and Zelda-like games, one dungeon at a time. Wednesdays on the HyperX Podcast Network. Introducing the new HyperX Cloud Stinger 2. The Stinger 2 is a refined evolution of the classic Cloud Stinger and keeps the fan-favorite 90-degree rotating ear cups, comfortable memory foam cushions, and the swivel-to-mute microphone. It also features two years of DTS Headphone X activation for upgraded sound localization all while keeping the great price of the original Stinger. That's right, get the new Cloud Stinger 2 for only 50 bucks. Now isn't that nice? Available online at Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, and of course, HyperX.com. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts Podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long, it's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. The name of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Britain, in the United Kingdom, was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. And Michelangelo did not have nunchucks because of one ass named James Furman, who was born in the United States but lived in the UK, got a bug up his butt about Enter the Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie, and some kids beat up other kids with nunchucks or whatever. So he went on this huge crusade in the UK that ninjas and nunchucks were the most violent thing in the world and they had to be airbrushed out of everything. What? You couldn't say ninja on on UK television. You couldn't show nunchucks, which is so logically ridiculous 
Because apparently Leonardo's swords. Just fine. No problem there. A stabbing tool, a decapitation tool. No problem. A samurai sword, okay? (laughs) Like the longest of all blades. Katanas, yes. Totally fine. Totally fine. (laughs) Totally fine. The Psy, the stabbing weapon that Raphael has. That's okay. You know, a bow staff beating somebody with a stick. That's okay. But if you break that stick in half and put a little chain in between it, worst thing ever. Problem city. (laughs) Problem city. Out. You couldn't show nunchucks. You couldn't show ninja throwing stars. You couldn't say the word ninja. So if you look at the UK show, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. It sounds so, I listened to it today. I'm like, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. It's kind of like the beginning of our show. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. (laughs) When we think about comic books, when we think about stuff like that, we think about, you know, 80 years ago. We think about stuff that was coming. I mean, they were making right. comic books. They were huge in the in the 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, that's where a lot of stuff was coming out, you know, really before TV this was like and all that hours. kind of stuff. This was ours. This, this our came out in the 80s. And, and our parents didn't know who the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were. They knew who Superman was, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. This was ours. And boy, did the 80s... Did, we latched onto that and it was absolutely tubular. It was, it was so, so even though the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles NES game, not the arcade port, but the original one that came out in May of 89 for the NES, even, even though the characters in the game had different properties, different weapons, different masks, the cover has them in all red. I mean, that's how, like late the shift was into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles we know. Because even the box art of the game was the old style with the darker yeah. edge and they, they're all wearing red. And they do have the different weapons, but they weren't defined yet. Even months before the arcade version came out. So this well, is... There's partially a, there, there is partially a reason to this. Okay. The original comic book was meant to be a was meant to be a one shot. Mm. It was meant to be a self-contained story, one done, that's it. So think about that. The original creators literally created like this roadmap, but it was a one-time thing. That was it. Huh. Well, you know. And if you want to read that, it's going for between $2500 and $4000 right now if you find the original print. All right. That being said, so really they created it, but then all of the people that had their hands in the rights, all right. of the studios that had their fingers in the pie, yeah. all kind of had their <laughs> own their own say in what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles became. And though there's been some consistency, it it has taken different shapes and forms, most likely because of that. Because they are finding their way rather yeah. than having like with a TV show, a pilot, a pilot, a, a first episode. These are the characters. This is the roadmap. This is the style. This is the look. You have to live with this forever now. Sorry, every director for the next however many seasons. <laughs> with this, they kind of had an opening. 
It was yeah. supposed to be a one and done. Then they started designing more comic books. Then they started, you know, then the TV show happened, the cartoon, all this and that. So it, I can understand why it might feel a little different. It, may, it at least makes sense to me now. So if I'm understanding this right, instead of doing 95 episodes of this show, we should have just done the one episode on Bill Murray and then let the studio and everybody tinker with it. And then we would have become Donatello yeah. and Michelangelo. We let, we let them finger the pie. And the next thing you know, yeah, we've got, <laughs> we got staffs in our hand and you've got, you know, some, uh, you got some swords, buddy. You've got some swords. <laughs> no, I want the nunchucks. That are not <laughs> that allowed. Are outlawed and yes, yes in, in the UK. you're not going to go full exposure if you have nunchucks. I mean, just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're only going to go half half exposure. Speaking speaking of like, I don't want to say corporate meddling, but speaking of corporate, that's the best segue I can come up with. Everybody, I hope that worked. Pizza Hut, the arcade. The, the the arcade port to NES that came out in 1990 on NES, which was a very, very faithful and quality uh, adaptation of the arcade version, had Pizza Hut all over it. It had Pizza Hut logos with the hat and everything all over it. And I thought that was like the first time I think I ever saw that. I, I think there were a couple games that like the seven up game was out by that time already. But like, this was one of the first ones that I saw product placement in our game. And I was like, that's, you know, good on them. So that's an extra, however many million, you know, well, we were, the, we, I mean, our parents slightly less branding, than we're getting from HyperX. you know, <laughs> just a little bit, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we really were like the Guinea pigs of about the most, synergistic corporate branding, you know, ad swapping, hybrid, you know, everything, product placement. It existed before us, but we really were the generation where everybody was like, let's see how far we can go. Yeah. So we didn't know it at the time. We were like, Pizza Hut's in the game? Right yeah. on, dude. That's awesome. It had a coupon in the in the box too, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Like, it was cool at the time. <laughs> Looking back, you're like, oh, that's really sad. Like we were yes. literally the product of the product of product placement. I mean, we that's <laughs> that was our generation. And so like we thought it was just cool coined at a the new time, thing. but yeah. It's, we're the product of product placement. That's our generation is generation product placement. And 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 yeah. Generation so. product placement. <laughs> yes. The NES port. The only thing about it was it was two players instead of four because they just didn't have that ability. But they made up for it with two extra levels and extending the levels that were already there and having a couple extra boss fights. So Konami did right by us. You know, that $50 game that we had to make last for a year, they did they did right on this. And there was a code to give you 10 lives instead of three, which was huge. Yeah. They didn't give you 30, but... Yeah. I mean, every... Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've had every single Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video game for consoles since 1989, 90, since the NES version. A new one came out the other day on PS5. I ordered it. Did I it? can't get away from it. It is the thing that just sticks with me. Wow. It is the thing that sticks with me. And you, Adam, yeah. you are the one that made sense of it. 
it was ours. It wasn't a different generation that's grown up with these characters. It was us. It was us. And we were at that age where we were on the, on the cusp of being, you know, pubescent, you know, boys turning men and we wanted to fight and we wanted to have cool weapons and eat pizza. And so this was us and it stuck with me my entire life. 